Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Yes, it is a Friday. Yes, we got our new theme song. Yes, we are jacked up because football is back. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Between the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a pretty darn good head of hair, so I've been told. But it's up to Yins to figure out the rest. But what you should know by now is, yes, we're going to show you the money. What you should know by now is, yeah, we're going to do that five-star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. As I accidentally cut the music there as well, too. I'm just so fired up. We're going to talk to our buddy Brian Pacco. Hold on one time. I can get the tunes back here for a second. And, of course, we will sing for the first time this year in the, what, fifth season overall, the Here We Go song, San Francisco edition but you know the drill over the next two hours you want to get involved with us the best way to do so is on the twitter.com at wesley euler at the body 52 the body and mozi it's a friday we're back it's a game weekend week one so of course obviously we want everybody's predictions as well too they gotta tweet us those scores so what you're telling me is this ain't your daddy's friday regular show on 970 a.m is that what you're telling me that's exactly what i'm telling you Okay, well, since that's the vibe today, well, I'm ready to roll with you then, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one today. Jam-packed from start to finish, the way that we do it. So if you're new to it, well, hey, baby, (laughs) you better buckle up because it's a good one today. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, we are off and flying. I like to fade down the music and get rough, but I mean, like, come on. I mean, it's It's just, It just gets you ready to go. Gets the people going. It gets the people going. We're ready to rock and roll here on a Friday week one. And Motsi picked a pretty good one here to get us going, huh? Now, let me preface this. It doesn't matter who you play week one. You're jacked up. The football's back. Oh, 100%. Right? But you would rather open up with somebody that uh, that gets the blood flowing a little bit. It's like, yeah, if your college football team opens with, you know, Division two. Southeast, Northern Montana, Kentucky Regional State, Mm -hmm. you're still going to be fired up because your favorite team's back, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's a lot better when you, you know, you open up against somebody that gets the blood going, right? Maybe, you know, like last year, you know, WVU in the backyard brawl, the largest sporting event in Pittsburgh history, get the people going. I like how you keep bringing up college. 
when we talking big boy Well, football. now, see, hold on. I was going there. No, 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 no. Before we even get there, you just keep mentioning college. College. Them the kids. We not talking about kids. Kids is... Mac Miller mixtape? You know? Hey, man. This team ain't really good like that. And we know for real, for real, they really not good like that. We all got to try to fake lie. Them the kids. That's why they play on Saturdays. Saturday's the kid day. Sunday's the Lord's fr- fr- day. Friday's the even smaller kids day. You feel me? <laughs> Friday night lights. Yeah. Saturday during the day, you're going to get all the kids. Rec ball kids, high school kids, college kids. But we know on Sunday, it's a different type of football. Mm. It's the football that you don't got to lie or even try to talk about this team isn't good versus that team isn't good because everybody at this level is good real good you show me a team that doesn't have an all-american or a player of the year on it in the nfl a high school hall of famer just show me one high school state player of the year just show me one Brock Purdy was show Arizona me one, high school state player even, of the year show wasn't me one that doesn't even time? have a first round draft pick on it because that's the other thing right show, show me that team Everybody is nice. Real nice. Everybody's nice. Even the bad teams, everybody's nice, man. So that's the beauty of and this day, man. You it don't matter who they throw out there, you're going to be excited. Because every team legitimately has a chance to win. Regardless of who's out there or not. As we've been seeing, baby, and we saw last we night. Saw last I'm night. Just loving it. Loving Absolutely. It, loving I mean it, man. I think it closed at four and a half. But at one point, the at one point yesterday, late into the day. A lot of books had the Chiefs as six-point favorites. I even like how you put emphasis on six. Like, that's a big number. Because some people might not. They might think, well, that's a touchdown. What are you talking mm-hmm. Six points in the NFL is a pretty sizable spread, particularly for a week one game, too, right? Where those things tend to be much closer to the vest week one before teams really get some of the rust knocked off and get moving. I just love the fact that with all of that, that's less than a touchdown. Less than a touchdown. And that's the you know that's, the, the that's, majority that's the of NFL boys. spreads that's are between boys. three and five points, two and five points. Go look on, a, so, on any given Sunday. So, so when it's the big boys out there playing, and that was with the Chiefs already going into the game without the number one tight end in football. Yeah, and their defensive star. And you can make a case the number one, two, or three D lineman in football. I think last year he yeah. mm-hmm. interior guys. I mean, yeah. listen, not in terms Ooh. of the career, but he had a better Ooh. year than Aaron Donald did last Ooh. year. Aaron, just, Aaron Donald's that dude when it comes to his career, but I'm last year was not. i trying to let you know, man. This is, this yeah. is real guys yeah. football. This is the grown-ups. This is the put the women and kids to rest. Y'all stay on the sideline when y'all talk about, is this team good or not good? Are we up for... No, 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 no. good. If y'all want to do that, man, y'all do that with them high schools, with them colleges, with them rec teams, man. Up here, baby. This, this is This is the real, real, okay? The, the real boys here now. The real... Hey, what, you want to see some real football? I want to see some real football. Hey, turn on your TV Sunday, on Sunday. What Sunday, do you mean turn on my TV? Turn on your TV Sunday at 1 o'clock, man. I'm just going to have to look, gonna have to look up from my spot yeah, in the booth, baby. Yeah, because yeah, the real boys are here now, all right? Yeah. I can't wait, man. No, nah, I'm with you. You know, and again, we would be fired up no matter who it was. Uh, you could think I mean, the Steelers play two of those teams on their schedule this year that people don't have a lot of expectations for, and I'm talking the Houston uh, Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. Man, and, and who's the quarterback for the Houston Texans? <laughs> Rookie, high draft pick. CJ, CJ, what, what did he do last year? Did he do anything last year? He uh, he had to be terrible last year. Pretty because he plays for the Texans, right? So pretty, he has to suck. Pretty good, Dude, pretty good. Oh, 
He was a he was a, a blown kicker miss away from beating Georgia in the tell semifinals. Me, me, Don't they got this? It's a Will Anderson, some 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 type of dude played at Alabama. I think it was one of those. Yeah, I think he was pretty good. He got a suck too, right? Uh, he's not very good. Oh man, oh man. But you know you know but you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do. I think the Niners is a again. It's the NFL. Every matchup has its own intriguing angles and juiciness to it, right? Uh, as you've correctly laid out, we'd be jacked up no matter what, especially yeah. week one, especially at home, something that hasn't happened in, in darn near yes, in darn near a decade. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you get a franchise like the Niners, who over the last five years has been, you know, with the Eagles, the two kind of perennial teams in the NFC, uh, the Rams there, I think as well, too, certainly in that conversation. Mm-hmm. They've been to a Super Bowl. They've been to a handful of NFC championship yes. games. Uh, they are a team that is a popular pick to get back to an NFC Championship Some game. Some people have them favored to go and win the Super Maybe Bowl Maybe even again. go and win the Super Bowl this year. They are also a a, a, a Tier 1 status NFL franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare air when you get five or six Super Bowls. I mean, it's the Steelers and the Pats with six. Look at you being respect for Week 1. I can't believe well, this, I'm gonna man. Cut a, listen, just uh, wait until you hear the bar. Look at you respect for Week 1. You know how this one. works. you wow. got to build them up before you cut them down. So, so this is the with all due respect portion this of the, the show? This is the with all due respect. Right, fair enough. Fair now, enough. when we get to the Here We Go song, that will be the having said all that okay, portion gotcha. of the okay, show. Okay, so fair enough. So with all due respect, then, continue. <laughs> you know, five Lombardis, which is tied with the Cowboys, right behind the Steelers and the Patriots, historic franchise, historic fan base, all these different things. You know, a West Coast team that you don't now, see West, too man, often you, either. You being super duper duper nice and respectful, man. All right, man. You the be- hometown God, area dog, of Shonda Motes as all well, right, too. All right. Res- I mean, respect, respect. Got a little wife. You know, I said one time for the Bay Area. Yay area. This is this the the the, the Bosa and TJ juxtaposition. Oh, the Purdy the and Pickett. Was juxtaposition the big word that we used to use? It definitely was, was not, but I can okay, definitely okay, roll with that, okay. though. Yeah. Because we ain't never used no words with J's and X's and all that type of stuff. You know that. that that's until, a little, until Elon made us get on X. Yeah, yeah. Then we ain't recovered since. Pickett and Purdy juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. Bosa and, you know, you got the two quarterbacks from last year's draft. The first and the last one taken. You got the last two defensive players. There is a lot to get excited about in this matchup. Absolutely. And I low-key feel like I just had an epiphany. I feel like it was penultimate, bro. Because you would say that, and I'd be like, yo, that's a big word. Like penultimate? Yeah. And I think I'm, you might be right, actually. I'm, I'm almost 100% in my mind, Because you said that bro. last week, and yes. I was like, nah. Well, and then I was driving home, and I was uh-huh. like, was it? And when you just so said juxtaposition, right. I'm like, Did no, that's not a word, but it was definitely penultimate. Because okay. you usually drop, yo, this is the penultimate to whatever, and I'm like, that's a big word. Look at because the brain on Brad. Yeah, come on, bro. It is, but I, I do like right. that, though. I feel like it was penultimate. It just, I feel like it just came back to me. I think you're right. Just came back to me. It's, it's like that sometimes, man. coming back Come on, man. Slowly now. but surely. It's, it's kind of like riding a bike. You do it long enough, man, it'll come back to you. And uh, when it comes to week ones and excitement surrounding Steeler Nation. Yeah, this is an awesome. Friday this shows. This is an awesome matchup. I mean, this is what we want, man. You're talking about literally everything you just laid out, 100%. But then I take it a step further. We also have storylines in the sense of how good is this Steelers team? Because there are a lot of expectations that have started to be coming, you know, that have presented themselves a lot more from a national perspective now that they've been kind of hearing the rumblings that the guys have been making. Absolutely. But then when I think of Brock Purdy, similar thing could be said about him. He started out really hot last year, right? Now, granted, the context was different because it was middle of the season, highly efficient team already he came into a great system and was ultimately able to execute it but it was a very small sample size the same way we are hesitant to completely 
buy into Kenny Pickett's success because it was a small sample size. He hasn't played, se- hasn't started 17 games, let alone played 17 games. Which is crazy. Brock Purdy is even less games. So with that being the context, there is some question marks surrounding him and his year two development, especially with the offseason that he had. He had severe elbow surgery to repair the UCL. So he was not doing all of the OTAs, mini camps. He was not doing all those on-field reps. Which is huge after your rookie season, 1, right? 1,000%. When you talk about making those year two jumps that we've already been seeing glimpses of from Kenny, it stems from their confidence. It stems from their understanding in the defense and their rapport with the receivers and with the coordinator. For Purdy, they have confidence in him because he was able to come in on a moving train last season. But now in terms of, okay, hard reset, new year, new personnel, new players around you, how do you guys get back on the same page? We've seen them have a couple of series, and they did look good in that preseason. But it was a couple of series. We're talking about doing it for four quarters and then repeating process. That's something for the Niners that I'm sure they're going to have to figure out, can Brock Purdy consistently do that again this season? Absolutely. And – it's no longer you're catching teams off guard because it's in season and we're trying to figure out everything while trying to gain more film on Purdy. Pittsburgh has been having tape on Purdy since his last game when he got hurt in the NFC Championship game. We've had a lot of time to formulate ways to attack him, to identify his strengths and his weaknesses. And that's also in concert with what we've already viewed as weaknesses on this Niners team. So for you know both parties... It's going to be some yeah. some some uh, things getting validated and confirmed, or some bigger question marks starting to present themselves. So I'm really eager to see that, man. Uh, I am as well too. You're right. There's no more secrets in terms. Of, and I think that works in Kenny Pickett's way too, oh, 100%, right? Yeah. Um, there's no more catching people off guard. They've got all the film on you from last season. They've they've seen the five drives for the first team offense, five touchdowns in the preseason. Uh, I tell you what. It's exciting. There's a lot of hype around both of these teams. Both of these teams' fan bases think that they have rosters that can win the division, that can win playoff games, and maybe even lift that Lombardi, which would be historic for both franchises. Steelers would become first to seven. Uh, Niners would uh, kind of share that top of the mountain with Pittsburgh and New England as well, too. It's an exciting one to get the season started. One o'clock at Acrisure Stadium on Sunday. We got the tweets rolling in here, Arthur Motes. Uh, we want your predictions, right? No, we, no, we For- don't. Yeah, he's he's mean. He's mean sometimes. That Arthur Motes, isn't he? I tell you, uh, we want your we want your predictions as well. If you are, uh, I know we're on nine seventy ESPN, so uh, maybe some some new listeners who are rocking and roll us rocking and rolling with us for the first time this season. I think every year you kind of pick up uh, more listeners around training camp time as the SNR brand continues to grow and, I mean, the, and the reach continues this, to grow. This, this is Wesley Euler's brand as well. Let, let's not act like. I'll settle you, down. You just some regular old regular. Oh, like, like I said, let's settle let, down. Let, let's not act like when, when I said, hey, you got to turn your TV on at 1 o'clock, and you took exception. It was for very, very good reason because you don't just watch the games like us common folk. Us common folk got to have a ticket, ticket stub, get your clear back. Well, not everybody has the clear back policy, but a lot of people are going to have clear back the policies clear and back things policy. like that. You know that they got to abide by. You, my friend, are different. You don't walk in like us common folk. Before they even say, hey, 
we're even opening our doors to even give you the opportunity to come in here. Oh, you already done had your second cup of coffee, toes up, and you over here taking Instagram pics, baby. Yeah. And I'm going to be liking them, too. You know I'm going to be liking your pics. Now, you know how I do. All right? But... <laughs> You a big timer, man. Yeah, so I'll be of there course, about, I'll be there about eight eight thirty in the morning. You see what I mean? So for of, a one o'clock game. Of course, of course, we have added to the collection of supporters, of listeners, because our, of you, man. Our well, thank you. You're giving me too much credit, but I appreciate you. I might I'm gonna, I'll take. You know what? I'll take the credit. How about that? You should. Um, if you are uh, if you are new to the party, right, as John McClain would say, welcome to the party, pal. Um, we do some goofy stuff here on Fridays, some professional yet goofy stuff here on Fridays. Uh, one of the things that we ask of you is to tweet us, X us, whatever the heck we're calling it this week, uh, predictions, what you think the score will be. Our promise to you is that we will read those off before we get out of here at the end of the show. That's the reward for your participation is your prediction will get read right here on Steelers Nation Radio in 970 uh, ESPN Pittsburgh. We also uh, are joined by our buddy Brian Backo every Friday to get his prediction and his thoughts that, from the locker room as well, too, as he joins us right after uh, availability and all those things wrap up on Fridays. Arthur Motes at the top of the second hour of the show. So 1 o'clock if you're on the East Coast and listening live. He gives those five-star Friday matchups. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. You heard it. Where he will tell you the five most important matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers, Niners, and to get out of here on Fridays. Uh Uh-oh, what we do? We sing the Here We Go song, which is a very simple concept. The I like that song. Classic Roger Woods, Here yeah. We Go. I love that song. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We take that song, we rewrite the lyrics every single week about oh. the Steelers' upcoming opponent. So you said it's a remix. That's the or, or, with all original that being, rediction. That's that with all that being said, ah. with all due respect, ah. that's you know where the where the disses and the trash okay. talk tend to okay. come out there. So we love a Friday show. One, because it's very easy for us to plan because we already got all these built-in benchmarks. There's not a lot of uh, – we, we, we got to do like a segment or two, and then after that we're, in, we're into our regular schedule. We're schedule in cruise control. Uh, but we also love it because it's fun. It's goofy. We got all these different Friday fixings for you, and it's a big day for you to get involved as well too. So you know where to get at us. If you do want to get involved, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, we'll roll along. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, yeah, we blitzing on a Friday, having some fun as we always do. The tweets are rolling in. Get those predictions in now. We will give them to you in the or read them out to everyone, I should say, in the final segment of the show. We do five or, uh, geez, I'm all jacked up here. We got a million <laughs> things going on. When we do our Here We Go song, Arthur Motes, about a half an hour from now to start the one o'clock hour, we'll give you... Uh, your five-star Friday matchups here in, uh, as we anxiously await the Steelers-Niners Sunday 1 o'clock at Akershire Stadium, the home and season opener for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Motsi, some big happenings going on out there, right, in the land of our listeners. 
I like that. I might have to use that in the future. The, the land, land of, of the list. land of our listeners. All right. Anybody who listened to the locker room with Wolf and Max earlier heard from CR. If you're on Twitter, you've seen it. Our guy CR driving from Chicago to Pittsburgh uh, for his first ever time going to a Steelers home game. He's seen him on the road, Mozi. He's seen him there. Here, there, everywhere. Well, just not here, I guess, in Pittsburgh. But CR will be in the building for the first time. 50 years, a Steeler fan, and uh, is going to be in attendance on Sunday. We've also got our guy, Steeler Nation 920. Tyler, of course, up in Wisconsin. Hey, now. Who is bringing the family to Akershire Stadium for the opener. And we, you know, normally on Fridays, we save the tweets for the end of the show. Right? Yeah, sometimes. But I saw this one from Tyler. Ooh, I'll save get? his I'll save his prediction for the end of the show. Right, but I right. saw this from Tyler and I thought it was kind of uh time sensitive? It, per, per, time sensitive, yes. Or time pertinent. For some yeah. reason I kept thinking pertinent there, but you're right. Time how, sensitive how you is worded, the, man? You know I'm listen, down? Yeah, pertinent. That's a big word. I'm telling you now. <laughs> and so I want because uh him and the family, wife and the kids just got into town, mm-hmm. right? And so uh our buddy Tyler tweets and says, couple questions here. Wife wants to know your favorite winery near or in Pittsburgh. Narc- oh, is it Narcissi? I was just going to say, yeah. look, look at you and I. Narcissi Winery, all right, Mrs. Steeler Nation 920. Yeah. Uh, it's what, maybe 20 minutes outside of the city, not far, yeah. and uh, it's really, really good. Second question, best cheeseburger in the city? Mm, where are you sending them for that? Moonlit Burgers in Dormont. There you have it, man. Moonlit Burger in Dormont. Now, Burgatory, fantastic as well, too. There's a few of those around. See, that doesn't count, though, because Burgatory is chain. But it's a Pittsburgh chain. It's like Permanis right. counts, right? Permanis is a Pittsburgh chain. No, it's different. Same? But different. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Moonlit Burgers in Dormont, I'm not even fronting. Some of the best burgers I've ever had in my yeah. life. They're fantastic. I, I guarantee wait, when you go to Moonlit, you're going to feel like you're in Pittsburgh. You can go to Burgatory, you can feel like you're at any other, like, Nice establishment. Wow, shots for fired. No. I thought you liked Burgatory. No, I love Burgatory. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that's like I get saying, what you're saying. That's like saying, hey, where you want to go for pizza? Let me go to Menios. It ain't Pizza Hut. They got Pizza Hut all around here, man. Yeah, man. Or, or uh, well, now hold on. It's not like it's not like it's not Five Guys is like a big chain. Now Five Guys makes delicious burgers too. They but, do. Would you recommend Five Guys? In general, yes, but in Pittsburgh, <laughs> Moonlit Burgers, all right. Yes. Dormont, yes. final answer. Also, yes. he says, what do I get? Chicky and Pete's crab fries. Oh, absolutely. 100% crab fries. I mean, Extra they're, seasoning they're, on it, too. Their chicken tenders are delicious. They make pretty good cheesesteaks, too, but no, crab none, fries. Of, none of that crab matters. Fries. The fries are the most important. Crab what, fries. Well, I say it one time. What? Crab fries. Crab. Starts with the crab, ends with the fries. That's what they say. Is that crab with a letter C? Crab fries. Okay, just checking. They're fire, too. They are Man, big I'm glad time you fire. said that. You know I'm going to get me some of them on Sunday, right? I know you are. Because oh you gosh. big time. No, it's because I'm small time. I've got to, you know, I've got to slave away with just that prime rib and the sandwiches oh. that they make us up in the press box. You eat box. your food with forks and knives, okay? You're going to be eating with forks and knives. Nice little napkins, air conditioned, you know, person over there. Like, hey, want to clear your trash, Mr. Euler? Us regular folk will be down there, you know. All right, you hold yours on your leg. I'm going to hold mine on this hand. All right, I'm going to hold my drink with my teeth. And then I'm going to walk here and I'm going to bear hug the other thing over here. My snack's right here. You know what I mean? And we're just going to hope, hopefully nobody bumps into us while we make it to our seats. Mm-hmm. You know, Motsi, mm-hmm. I have never, I've gone down to the concourse before games to visit friends and family. Oh. 
but I've never gone down you don't and even gotten know what the food. Folks, you don't know what that's like with us common folks. I'm a, us listen, regular I'm tier. a common folk the, as well the regular too. All right, tier? I just get earlier access to the building than you guys because it takes me 90 minutes to set up and test everything that we got to <laughs> do. And I'm, you know, I'm just a ball of anxiety on game days because if the broadcast doesn't get on the air, guess whose fault it is? Um, but I might have. Best Heath Ledger voice. Well, you're going to have to break your one rule. Uh-oh. That wasn't very good. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> trying to trying to impersonate uh, uh, just an icon there. Uh, I might have to break my one rule and go get some chicken and Pete's to celebrate mm-hmm. the occasion of the home opener. That does sound fan-friggin-tastic. Motsi, Steelers, Niners. You know, I mentioned Pickett and Purdy. But how about Patrick and Purdy? Little uh, back and forth between Pat Pete and Brock Purdy. Nothing, I don't think, menacing, but uh, certainly noteworthy. Patrick, what happened? Patrick Peterson was uh, was talking about how he uh, has noticed on his on his podcast, I believe it was, that he does uh, with our guy Brian McFadden as well, too, one of our favorite training camp guests, uh, Steelers alumni, no big deal, cousin of Patrick Peterson as well, too, uh, that he thinks he's going to get an interception on Sunday because he the Niners have a tell on offense that he has discovered. He thinks that's going to tip him off. He's going to be able to read a play, and he's going to be able to make a play. And he is Babe Ruth fashion calling his shot of an interception on Sunday. Brock Purdy was then asked about that, and he said, hey, you know, I I don't doubt that he's done his film study. He's a great player. I grew up watching him, so I know that he's a legend and I've got respect for him. So, you know, Pat Pete there with a little little shade at the Niners off. And nothing, nothing bad, but just a little call on his shot. Brock Purdy with, I think, the ultimate backhand. I grew up watching him as about as good of a backhanded compliment as you can have of, yeah, this guy's a legend, but yeah, this guy old. So, Motsi, Purdy, Pat Pete, war of words. Fair on both sides? I just Are love- you surprised Pat Pete said that made that information public? I just love how media tries to take anything and make it a well, controversy. Well, now, hold on. He said it on the podcast. Hold now, on. Are you not listening? You see how you just got all jacked up, Amped up? Media makes anything into this controversy. He said, I do my job. Anybody that watches film in the NFL, if you're doing it the way you're supposed to, every single player... In the NFL has a tail. Every single one? Every single coach has a tail. Every single offense. Now, interesting. I don't think you and I have ever had this conversation before. We've had this. Have we? It just goes over everybody's head. Every single player, though? Every single one. Wes, think about it like this. If I I put a camera on you and I watch everything you do. Like 37 different HD cameras. No, no, no. Just your professionalism, right? Because when you're watching tape, what is the tape covering? Every single play that you play. So every single snap, if you watch it as a TV, as a game for entertainment, you're not going to pick up on it. Every time Mahomes might do this thing, it might not pick up on it to you because you're just watching it in the flow of the game. There's so much going on. You got commentary. You got the crowds. You got the big hit, the tackle, the penalty, everything, right? Gets the strike, gets lost in the shuffle. But when you're talking about how to watch film, and especially Pat Peterson, right? This is a dude that I know personally. Veteran of the game. He knows what he's doing. You cut it up. Give me every single Brock Purdy drop back pass where he rolled to his right. If I watch you do it a thousand times. You're going to notice something. (laughs) Now give me every single time he does to the left. I'm going to see what you do pre-snap. I'm going to see what you do during the snap. And I'm going to see what you do in post-snap. 
Now let me see what you do out the gun. Let me see when it's gun with McCaffrey and it's to your right. Gun with McCaffrey and it's to your left. If it's empty. <clears throat> These are all the different things when you're talking about watching tape sure. in terms of how to get the advantage. That's what it is, but it takes time. Not a lot of people want to do it. And that's why we talk about the year, the career average being two and a half years. Because what I just told you, not everybody want to do that's that. That's hours a week. You know why they don't want to do that? Because it's more fun to be on social media. It's more fun to be at the club. It's more fun to be with your lady. It's more fun to be doing whatever else you want to do. But for the dudes that make it last in this league, man, that's how you watch tape. So when I tell you every single player has some type of tell, every single okay, I love player this. I got, has some type I've of tell. I've got two Absolutely. burning fire-up follow-up questions for you here then. Yeah. First one, what would you say an average on week during the season you spent hours watching watching tape? So put it like this. I don't even count what we do in the facility. because That's, that's what I mean, like on, right, your, on your, your own time. That's the prerequisite. Yep. But you're probably watching realistically about four hours of tape minimum on your own. Okay. Because you're going to watch something in the morning when you first wake up. When you're doing your cardio, you're watching tape right there. That's on your own. When you're running on the treadmill. Absolutely. Yeah. When you come back home and you're getting treatment, you're you watching should be something. watching tape. Yep. While you're getting a massage or you're getting That's all adjusted the part of the treatment or, or all whatever. Yep. You're watching cold tape. Tub, Those whatever. are all hours. You're watching tape. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're in the cold tub, hot tub, you're absolutely watching what tape. What else are you going to do? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But then after that, you're typically going to have something going on at the late night, whether it's us as a unit getting together mm-hmm. Or you as an individual. And then you got the guys like me who just can't sleep. So when I can't sleep, I get bored. When I get bored, I say I can either go online and get in trouble, I can either spend some money, or I can cut on tape. So for me, I would watch even more tape. So when I tell you bare minimum four hours per day of that's just my cr- own, crazy. that yeah. doesn't count if I couldn't sleep that night and I'm up another hour or two. Let me just watch the run cut-ups. Let me watch every third down pass right here. Let me watch them situationally. What do they call when they're in the 20 versus when they're in the 30? High red versus red zone versus when they get to the 5. Because now the field's getting condensed. They're starting to transition from vertical plays to more lateral plays. You start understanding situational football. When you hear us say, don't get beat to the flat, if you're just watching the game, you're not going to understand why we say don't get beat to the flat. But when you show the cut-ups of how many touchdowns take place within the 10 yards and in, outside the numbers... (laughs) You're like, bro, it becomes super lateral. You better start calling cover twos. You want something where you got hard corners outside because you know it's a lateral approach now. But those are the things that show up while watching the tape. And that's why we always say, like, man, you can have an opinion on people because of the highlights, but highlights lie to you all the time. Oh, absolutely. Highlights are how you think in this player's all world. You watch him on a cut-up of just every single time he's ran that row. You're like, bro, he is not good at this, man. It's a hundred times he ran. He only had success four times, but that's the highlight. Whoa. And it's funny you say that. It reminds me of, that was what Merrill Hodge was telling everybody yeah. about Jadavian Clowney Absolutely. when he came out of South Carolina. Seriously. And everyone was like laughing Merrill Hodge yeah. off the, when Merrill oh, Hodge was like, joke. this you're guy crazy. isn't the number one overall pick. Not and everyone all. was like, did you see him kill that running back from Michigan? Right. It's like, if you're looking for highlights and excitement in social media plays, hey, yes, you'll find a lot of those dudes out there. But when you're talking about play in, play out, guys, you can legit depend on to be that that's not shows up over yeah. a thousand snaps. You're going to see that. Yeah. You're not going to just have to cut a, a highlight and say, oh, when I look at highlights, it's more so to say, okay, if your highlight is intriguing, now I want to cut on the actual game. Because now you've got my attention. If your highlight tape trash and it's like, bro, you really ain't do nothing. Because everybody should have a fire highlight tape, right? Even if it's two minutes only. It could be 30 seconds. You got to have some highlights up there, all right? Yeah. But after that, I've got enough highlights, I'm going to cut on the game. I want to see, man, how did you, what did you do the rest of this game? Was it a bad matchup? 
was it, hey, that guy was injured and it was down to their third corner? Or is it really you're like that? It's hard to tell that all the time from a highlight. Did the guy slip on that play, but the rest of the game he locked you up? Was it like the Darrell Revis, Randy Moss highlight where they show Moss getting the, the touchdown early on in the game, and then it's like, what happened the rest of the game? Oh, don't one, we talk about one yeah. catch for six yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 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 the highlight of how you think it, Revis got cooked for four quarters. You're like, bro, what? I watched that game. He did not do that. Two receptions. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it just happened on the first play. The safety was bad eyes, and Revis the highlight got you. But that's the context that transitions from highlight to actual play. So that's my whole thing with Pat Pete, man. What he said is not wrong. I too agree. If you've heard me talk, I'm like, bro, I think you're going to get two picks. I didn't say Pat Pete specifically. I thought he'd get one. I think Mink gets the other one because Mink is another guy that studies tape like that. And based on what they like to do offensively in terms of just having Brock Purdy turn his back to them sometimes and then reading it on the fly, with those type of dudes, there are tendencies, there are little tells, and they're going to pick up on that stuff. And that's what they're saying. If we can time it up right and catch it like we think we can, we could jump one of these plays because he will put it out there. Because a lot of it is more the schematics of the Shanahan offense versus it being Purdy improvising. When you talk Mahomes, like last night, improvise, right? Big time. You would see the initial play happen, and then you would see when Mahomes took over the play. See him just begging for somebody to help him out. (laughs) Purdy hasn't shown that part He's the complete opposite. Right. He's colored between the lines. He's there. Yep. And in the West Coast offense, it works perfectly for him. Why do you think Sam Donald is thriving out there? It's the same reason the Rams went to Absolutely. a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I mean, that was the they, same thing. Stick to the script, execute, color between the lines. Color between the lines, don't turn that ball over. Yep. Man, the We're gonna scheme be all right. itself is designed to have you throwing the wide open guys. That's it. So for it's us, that simple. it's just like, man, if this pass rush does what I think it's going to do, you're ultimately going to make him have to play faster or improvise. And that's what Pat P., and I'm sure that's what Minka are both looking yeah. at and saying, when that happens, we will get one of these things. We can jump. But that's the whole thing, though. It's just like, Pat P say that, and it's like, whoa, oh, my God, I can't believe he says he's going to get a pick. He called them boys Arthur out. He said it is this. And it's like, we're, we're bro, all, this is supposed to be doing what you at. We're all a bunch of cops reading Miranda rights yeah. these days. Anything you say can oh and will God. be used against you. <laughs> I'm like, all he said was, I watch tape. I'm a professional. I hope you're doing your same over there. Because I see something that I like. If you're Purdy, you should be saying, I watch tape, too. I'm watching tape a lot on you. It's way more tape on you than it is on me. I like some things that I see, too. How about that? I dig it. Yeah. When we come back on the other side, we got to get to a break. I want Mosey's answer to my, my bad, man. second, you let me talk this long time, my second man. burning Jeez. question, which is, okay, if every NFL player and coach has a tell, what was Arthur Motes' tell? He's got to spill the beans on the other side. We will also uh, tell you our favorite bets of the upcoming weekend. Show me the money. Show me the money! As we close out the first hour of this program, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All right, Arthur Motes, spill the beans. You just said it minutes ago. Every player, every coach in the NFL has a tell. So what was yours, old buddy? I don't remember anymore. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. 
Now, you and I had an insightful conversation during break, and it's yes. funny. They, they always, that's one of those radioisms is that the best conversations actually happen she and I during, be during, the break, man. during break. And sometimes that is the case. And I was picking Mozi's brain about, all right, tell me about Troy Polamalu. Tell me about Ryan Shazier. Tell me about Debo, how these guys used to watch film and stuff. And we were laughing and going back and forth. You said one of the things that guys do in film study is they study their tells. Yeah, man. Self-scout. You got to be able to watch yourself to understand not just the tells that you're picking up, right? Offensive lineman. Does he – the anyone who watched the game last night, the right tackle for the Chiefs, pass plays. It was really clear. He's going to be a half yard back. Helmet barely breaking the guard or center's belt line. On run plays, he's even with those dudes ready to fire off that ball and understanding why well because on pass plays he needs to get back because he was facing Aiden Hutchinson who's a really good player sure on run plays you're not worried about going back you're trying to get the advantage to win the grass for the you know open up the holes and stuff like that but those were tells those were legit run pass keys right Mm. just a little clear example right there right but then what you have to worry about is the self-scout part and that's uh, yes I'm reading your tells your keys but also what information am I giving you because if I see, oh, it's a run play, and every time it's a run play, I adjust my wrist straps. Right. What do you think that's that's letting you know? Or if it's a blitz play, I look at my wristband because I need to see what number it is, right? But or when maybe it's not, something with your eyes. But when whatever. it's not a blitz, I don't look down at my wristband. What key is that telling you every single time going forward? When I look down, you know it's a blitz coming. So if you're that quarterback, you know, hey, I got to get ready to get rid of this ball hot or I'm checking the protection. <laughs> I got two seconds here. Okay. Oh, they call the call. He ain't look at nothing? Oh, all right, they playing coverage, bro. We got time now. That's information. And that was one of my t- one of my uh, tells okay. early on. Actually, it. this happened to me in college. This was one of my tells. Had my coach call me out on it. He's like, listen. And he showed me. He was like, these are 10 plays from the game. He said, five plays are blitzes. Five plays are not blitzes. Let's see if you can tell the difference. And sure enough. You see me look down at my little my little play sheet on my little wristband. I'm going inside on a blitz. We got a hot blitz coming. They call the call. I don't look at that sheet at all. Oh, it's a regular call. Just coverage. We rushing for. And literally every single play, you could tell the difference on. And that was one of my tells. And I was That's like, incredible. all right, I got to learn this. That even though I know my calls, I either need to memorize the whole sheet where I don't look down at all, or look down. Every or I got to look time. down every single one. Yep. So. For me, you look uh, down uh, every single time. No, I'm an no. overachiever. I was like, I'm gonna memorize yeah, it, bro. Are. Of course. Yeah, I just thought it was extra cool. Like, all right, well, I can look at all. How about that? Yeah. So that it. was that. But it. that was that was definitely one of my tips early on. You know, some of the other stuff that I had picked up, just you know, self scouting, learning, setting up stuff. James Harrison was one of the guys that I love because I learned how to set up some of my outside rushes by acting like I was going to blitz the B gap. And I never really understood why he would do it. I remember when I was in Buffalo, I would watch it on tape. I'm like, bro, every time this dude, sometimes he rushing inside, then he'll do this like fake little two-step shuffle, and then he'll rush outside, but he always wins because the guy's like crashing out. So I'm like, what is this? I hate this. I don't understand how the move works. Right. Then I get here and I talk to him. He's like, bro, I'm just setting it up. Instead of me, you know, trying to just line up outside and beat this dude every single time with speed, power, when he knows it's coming, I'm going to give him the look that I've been showing him when I go inside. And if every single time I've done this look, I've gone inside, if he's doing his homework like he should be, he's going to bite on this. Mm-hmm. And it made that's awesome. perfect sense. I'm I like, I it. get it now. But that's self-scouting. That's film study. And that's ultimately how you do it and how you can, you know, have a long career. 
because a lot of people, well, not a lot of people make it, but there has been a ton of people that made it to the NFL, if you think about it. Mm, a lot. But in terms of longevity, in terms of, you know, having a career longer than the average career span, which is two and a half seasons, not, that list not becomes so many. very scarce. Yeah. And then if you go like, you know, people five like year you mark, yourself, ten year mark. Yep, oh, yeah. Yep. Once you get to the five-year mark, it's crazy. When you get to the seven-year mark, five, six or seven. seven. It's five, seven, and then the nine-year mark is where you get an even bigger drop-off, and then it's the 12-year. Sure. Once you get 12 and longer. And that's like your Cam Hayward's yeah, of the world. Yeah, it's like, all right, <laughs> man, we ain't got a lot of these dudes at right, all. Right, you might be a gold yeah. jacket guy if you're playing yeah, that long. Absolutely, man. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it, and that's why, like I said, when you get it to that extent, usually we're the junkies. When you talk to Cam Hayward, he's a football junkie. Pat Pete, football junkie. That's you know, it's Absolutely. no surprise. TJ Watt is no surprise. Yep. Yeah, you have the guy given talent, but it's the film study. It's the round the clock self scout, along with let me see what they do to bother me. Mm-hmm. What type of tackles do I struggle with? Most people would struggle with big bodies. I didn't mind big bodies because I'm a smaller speed rusher. I'm going to make a big dude have to dance with me. I didn't like a Kelvin Beecham type because he's smaller and athletic. So, so he can dance versus, with you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I need a tall dude. Give me give me something that's 6'6", 6'7". Yeah. Six, six, give, th- give yeah. me Big Al. <laughs> oh, this, this is Brian McKinney, Big Mountain McKinney. Oh, this is great. Thank you. I love this. Yeah, don't give me nothing that small, athletic, can move around and dance. A Broderick Jones type, I would hate. I'm like, ew, you can move. I don't want that. I want the big, big, he's such an ogre. Give me give me Goliath, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Some insight there. Yeah, man. From Arthur Motes, the one with the decade of experience in the National Football League on this show. Spoiler alert. He does have a good head of hair as well, too, though, I will say. All right, Motes, we're overdue for a break here, but real quick. Show me the money. Show me the money! Simple concept, dusting off an old favorite here. I take a look at some of the lines and things like that around the National Football League, and I give you some picks for the week. Now, when we did this in the past, four straight seasons, I had a winning pick'em record. This is also true. Probably shouldn't have put that out there because now I've jinxed myself and I'm going to have a losing one this season. But just Don't be do such with a that, negative person. Do with that information what you will. Motsi, I'm going to give four picks here, okay? And then I want like 10 seconds of your thoughts before we go to break here real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Vikings at home, minus six against Tampa Bay. Not to blow them out or anything, but I think Tampa Bay is going to really take a step back this year. I think the Vikings are, are poised to, to start hot on offense. They win that game by seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, something like that. Vikings minus six. Yeah, both teams got turnover, but when it's turnover at the quarterback position, that matters a lot more. Big time. Packers money line at the Bears. Just Packers straight up. They're slight underdogs, just straight up to win in Chicago. I'm believing that Jordan Love's going to be pretty decent right out of the gate. I'm believing that that Packers team's not going to fall off the face of the, the earth after losing Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are the better team. Justin Fields is electric, but we got to see how electric that can be in terms of getting wins. Completely agree. Broncos minus three and a half at home against the Raiders. Always a tough place to play. New quarterback for uh, the Raiders and Jimmy G, who didn't have a ton of offseason work either. And yes, I know Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, new uh, kind of system there. But I'll take them to win by four, five, six points, something like that. Minus three and a half. I'll lay the points. Yeah, I don't have a strong stance on that. I just don't like the matchup, period, because both teams are. It might be ugly. Yeah, both teams are ugly. Final one Eagles traveling to New England. 
give me the birds minus four. They win that game by a comfortable touchdown, maybe nine or ten points. Eagles minus four at New England. Yeah, Eagles, man, they're trying to get back to the dance, and they know they got to start fast, and every game is going to matter. And for New England, well, we still got to see what's happening with sure. Mac Jones and company up there. They, they got some they question starting to marks, talk man. about Bel- Belichick's Seriously, job security. Man, it's getting kind of janky. Vikings minus six, Packers straight up, Broncos minus three and a half, Eagles minus four. Show me the money. Show me the money! Five-star Friday on the other side. Brian Backo on the other side. Predictions and sing-songs on the other side. Hour number two. Don't go anywhere. Coming at you. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR and 970 ESPN. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 